Bishop Matthew Adiaminsa is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in. Now, I'm continuing with the teachings about tithing. Many of us are in the house of the Lord, but we don't understand what is tithing. We don't tithe. And last week I started um, the teachings on tithing. Some of us even don't know what is tithe or why should I tithe. So last week we had a lot of revelation. We learned that tithing started as a revelation, personal revelation. That God gave to Abraham. The Titan actually is called a covenant of prosperity. And I explained to you that there are so many ways people can prosper. We have the prosperity of the wicked, according to Psalm 73, verse 3. And we have the prosperity of the fools. People can prosper, they are fools, but they can still prosper. They live their life foolishly, but they can still prosper. Amen. And we have the wicked who can prosper by wicked intents. They can steal, they could be armed robbers, they could be cheats, they could be um, anything else. No drug barons and they prosper. The Bible talks about that. Let's read Psalm 73. I'm reading from verse 1. Truly, God is good to Israel. Everybody say, God is good to me. God is good to me. To such as appeal in heart. It's good to be pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped, killing to make money. And so, the Bible says, my feet nearly, I mean, he, that means he was almost moved. To behave the same way. Amen. But I was envious of the boastful. And these who prosper by prosper a uh, wicked way, they can boast. You know, they can they can steal with impunity. They can cheat with impunity. And, and boast of me uh, you don't know huh, how I make my money you know and they can be boastful, they can boast with their houses, they can boast with, with cars, you see the cars hey this is my latest baby and, and especially when if, if they are your classmates you meet them then maybe you look at your car and you look at their car. Hey! Why did I pass? Hallelujah! So you could be moved. You enter their house. Swimming pools. Hey! So David said, I nearly slipped. 
when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Hallelujah. Amen. And it goes on to say in verse 4, he said, For there are no pangs in their death, but their strength is firm. Apart from they prospering, you see them in good health. Ah, then uh, all the things I have believed is all wrong. He said, I nearly. You see, the prosperity of the wicked can move you. When you see them the way they are boasting, where they live their lives, you can be moved. Hallelujah. Then to somebody, don't be moved by the prosperity of the wicked. And then we have the prosperity of the fools. Yeah, the fools are those who do hard work. Yes, some don't sleep. From morning till they just, there are some they sit in their shop, they don't close. They dedicate all their lives to make what? Money. They dedicate all their lives for money. 24 hours. They are there. Watching their business. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Proverbs chapter 1. Verse 32. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them the prosperity of the fools the worker every to them everything is money not that they go and steal no they will not even take care of their health when they see money there they will chase it to them, everything is money. Their decision is informed. But if there's money, they are there. And some against their health, they don't care. They will do everything. They use the principle of hard work. And to them, they will tell you that me, I don't pay title, but I prosper. It's by what? Hard work. Where I may bomb Hallelujah. And Jesus taught us a parable that a man that worked hard and that year he had he had a bumper habits that the man sat down and he said you know what I will do I'm going to expand my business I'm going to build warehouses and I will sit down and tell my soul you've worked hard Sit down and eat and enjoy life at ease. The Bible says that night God went to the man and said, Thou are fool. I'm taking your life. Go enjoy it. Are you with me? Hallelujah. And so that very night, whether he died of a heart attack or he went to bed, he couldn't come out. And, the, and, and Jesus said, the man was a rich fool. Was a rich fool. So you can be rich, but you are a fool. 
when you don't attribute your sources to God, when you don't serve God with your wealth, when, when, when God have no part of your, uh, your story, the sources of your story, if God has no part, it's all about you, it's about how you work hard, it's about how I study hard, you, you, you don't know. I don't sleep. I do this. And by so doing, things have turned well for me. And it will not even give glory to God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3 from foregoing. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. That's the problem. So when we are doing uh, something or we're taking a decision, we just, uh, just our own understanding. The way we understand it. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. That means give him praise. Honor God. And he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be heard to thine navel and marrow to thy bones. Verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance. That means with your property. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. So shall thy bound be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Hallelujah. So he talks about not leaning as you're making money, as you're doing business, transaction, um, your career, whatever. Don't lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. To acknowledge God means to attribute your strength, your energy, your sources, your plans, everything to him. Hallelujah. And also honoring him with your substance. Can God walk to you and say, this is your house, give it to me. And you will do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now there is other part of it. You know, I've talked about the prosperity of the wicked. The prosperity of the fools. The third part is known as the prosperity of the righteous. Everybody say prosperity of the righteous. Prosperity of the righteous. As a righteous child of God, God wants you to prosper. Amen. God wants you to prosper. It is very important that it is His plan that you will prosper. Turn to somebody and say, You will prosper. Isaiah 3 10 Say to the righteous that it shall be well with him. God is saying, Say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. Turn to somebody and say, It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. So, being a righteous child of God, it means it will be well with you.
God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Bible says, Beloved, above all things, that you will prosper. Hallelujah. So your prosperity is also part of God's program for your life. As God wants you to lead a righteous life, God wants you to live a holy lifestyle, he also wants you to enjoy the good things of life. So prosperity is part of God's plan for his people. And if you read the Bible, there's several scriptures that suggest that. Amen. Hallelujah. And so for the prosperity of the righteous, God has a program for you. Let's read Deuteronomy 8.18. That program is called a covenant of wealth. Let's start from verse 17. And thou say it thy heart, my power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. That is what God hates. That you will say, don't ever say that because somebody had worked harder than you some people have done back broken job every day you see them digging wala to wala So when you say you've worked hard hallelujah so he said that you will not say that by my own power by my own hand I've gotten all these riches eh? hallelujah that is what God hates that's what God hates. I've heard, you know, on the social media and on internet, people who say, Me, I don't believe in time. I said I prosper. 
I don't believe in giving to the house of God. But I'm self-prospering. You watch them and mark them. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. He said you should remember God who gave you power to make wealth. So when you forget that, you are doomed. Because there are people that get wealth, but they are not able to transfer to their children. Have you seen that? And then people say, oh, but the, the, the father was doing well. The father was a very rich man. But look at what has happened. Because your wealth should be generational. The wealth God gives to you, God wants it to be generational. It could be transferred to the generational unborn. May God give you wealth that you could transfer to a generation. To your descendants. Not that you are doing well, but your children are not able to do well. It's not good. Amen. I was once driving with a young man and he saw a house. It belonged to the father. Another one, this was Takrade. He was a pastor and he was struggling. And he didn't even have a place. He wanted to marry in a, but the father had buildings scattered all over Takradi. It all went to the, uh, the nephews. And that was the case. That was the case. Sometimes when we are working, he, he gets so angry, he wants to go and, and, and hold the gate. So God wants you to transfer. Proverbs 5 16 Let thy fountain be the space abroad and rivers of waters in the street. Let them be only thy own and not strangers with thee. Let thy fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let her be as a loving hand and pleasant robe. Let her breast satisfy thee all time. And be thou ravished always with thou. 20. And why would thou, my son, be ravished with strange women? Break the bosom of a stranger. 21. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord. And he pondered all his going. Amen. 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 That's one of the rebook of God. What is this saying? That dispersing your world to strangers. That is also a curse. When people who are not supposed to receive from you are receiving. That is also a curse. And God wants you as a child of God to grow. And the only thing that can take care of that is a covenant. Coming back to Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 8.18 But Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Who gives you power to get wealth? 
that he may establish his covenant. God gives you wealth so that he will establish his covenant with you. So that he will establish a covenant. The covenant will travel to several generations. Covenant with God. And so tight is a covenant with God. Not everybody is supposed to pay tight. It is only those who have covenant with God. Period. So if, if, if someone is arguing that you won't pay it, fine. But tight is one of the covenants God established with Abraham. Leviticus 27 30. The reason why they tithe all other offerings, vows, pledges, all these offerings you give to God, yes, you can give. But the tithe is singled out as holy unto God. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 27 verse 30 and all the tithes of the land whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree is the laws it is holy unto the Lord it is holy unto the Lord there is no offering that God said it is holy except the tithe tithe is holy so when something is holy you don't touch it it belongs to God and what is the tithe? one tenth of your salary as a believer is tithe one tenth of your transactions your business profit one tenth if you have a property, you sell it. One tenth of your property must be a tithe. If you do any investment, the interest that you get, one tenth is a tithe. And that is holy unto God. But he said, the tithe is holy. The tithe is holy. And so God said, if you will borrow out of your tithe, when you borrow out of your tithe, you borrow something that belongs to God. It's not for you. Because it's holy, it belongs to God. I'm supposed to pay a tithe of 100 Ghana. And on my way coming, I need to buy fuel. And I use that tithe with the idea that when I get to office, I will replace it. I have borrowed from God's money. Are you with me? So I have to add 20% because it is not my money. It's God's money. Let's look at Leviticus 27, 31. And if a man will at all redeem out of the, his tithe, Redeem means either you borrow or you take out of it. Redeem means either you borrow or you take out of it. He shall add to the fifth part thereof. So the fifth of hundred is what? Twenty percent. So, instead of paying 100, I have to pay 120. Because I borrow what is not mine. This is the reason why sometimes you can be paying tight, but still you don't see the blessings. Because still you are a thief. You're stolen out of God's money.
Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamance's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adamance reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Amen. Stolen out of God's money. And, and God said, you are a thief. God asked the people, would a man steal from God? He said, oh, but how? Can we steal from God? He said, yes. In tight. Hallelujah. So if you are a believer and you, you decide not to pay tight, God sees you as a thief. Malachi 3.8 Will a man rob God? This is a rhetoric question. Will a man rob God? Yet he have robbed me. But he said, Wherein have we robbed thee? In what have we stolen from you, God? Amen. In tithes and offerings. So the ceiling can go on in tithes and offerings. Why? For instance, maybe during the week, I, I have some good business. I've gotten some money on me. God has blessed me. Maybe with thousand or two thousand. And I'm coming to give an offering and I come with five CDs. Ah. Are you with me? That means you stole it. You are not sincere. So God says, so all the blessings I gave you. This is what you bring in. In fact, that there are some weeks that business is good. And your blessing must also, your tithe and, and, and your offering must go up. But some of us, we are so stingy. Amen. Amen. There was a family I used to visit. And anytime I'm going, I'll buy uh, those days ice cream for the kids. Amen. And 
One day I went to the house with the ice cream. And then when they see me, oh, uncle is seen, uncle is seen. And, and, and then they would take the ice cream. Uncle, did you, uh, did you come with ice cream? I said, oh, yes. And they would take it. And one day I went to the house and one of the boys, I mean, he was just about six years. He was eating. Then I said, oh, can I come and... He said, no, 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 no. This, this, this thing is, is, is too small. Too small. So the mother said, hey, uncle who have been bringing you ice cream, you've gotten your home, you said it's too small. Amen. And we laugh over it. That's how sometimes we behave with God. Sometimes even to pay the tithe to God, and for this one, wait, oh, you see, so God, you can wait. And for you, you can wait. Uh, let me. And we deal with God that way. We treat Him with content. Amen. But meanwhile, we still expect Him to bless us. We still expect him to open the windows of heavens. We still expect him to open doors for us. Amen. So the tithe, you don't have to borrow out of it. When you borrow, you add. And with me, sometimes, when, when I'm tithing, and it comes to sometimes, there are little, little figures. I prefer God cheating me. And I cheating God. I will just make it a round figure. God, and I will say, God, I don't want any this round figure. Now you see, you are owing me. Put your hands together for the Lord. The tide works. Another question is where should we send our tide? I've heard on the social media some say, well, me, I don't pay tight to church. Pastors are corrupt. They chop all the money. So I choose where I should tithe. I send my tithe to orphanage. Some say, I send my tithe to hospital. Uh, there is a charity. I donate my tithe. You are not wiser you are you, you're trying to teach God how he should do it better. You know, sometimes it's just like Judas. A woman came with an alabaster box of perfume and broke it and anointed Jesus' feet. And here, Judas, what a waste! This thing could be sold and, 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 the, and, and the proceed could have been used to help the poor. It is better. Judas was teaching Jesus that he is more pure, righteous than him. And that is the attitude of some people. That's how we want to. Meanwhile, God in his own word have directed where the tithe should be sent to. Or rather people want to change it. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Deuteronomy. You don't determine where the tithe should be sent to. Just follow God's principle. Follow his words. Deuteronomy 14. 22. Thou shalt truly. The Bible says you shall what? Truly. Some of us. We tithe anyhow. Me I've decided that every month. I, I, I will give. Uh, 60 Ghana. As tithe. 
So your tithe is constant. Whether God blesses you or not. So the Bible says, you shall truly tithe. There are people, they tithe, but they don't truly tithe. They tithe. All right. But they don't truly tithe. Somebody can say, me, I've given myself so and so amount. So this is what every day, every month I will give. You must truly tithe. Everybody say truly tithe. So you don't determine how much you will give to God. You must tithe according to what you are giving. 10%. Everybody say 10%. Thou shalt truly tithe all the increase of thy seed. That, that the field bringeth forth year by year. Truly tithe. The world there is truly that is the objective. Truly died. That means you must die. Truly. Let's go to Deuteronomy 12, 11. Then there shall be a place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. Either shall he bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, and the heave offerings of your hand, and all your choices, vows, which he vow unto the Lord. You bring the tithe to the house of God. You don't have to take your tithe to the hospital. You don't have to, that, oh, people are dying at the hospital. So I took my tithe there. You don't have to take your tithe to orphanage. Oh, there are poor people there. So I took my tithe. That is not what the Bible is teaching. You don't know the orphans more than God. You don't know the sick people more than God. Because God wants you to obey. When we obey his command. Turn with me to Job chapter 36, 11. And if they obey and serve him. They shall spend their days in prosperity. They obey and served him. They obey and served him. They obey and served him. So you need to obey God and serve him. And then you shall spend your days in prosperity. Obedience comes before blessings. So you, you don't go and do what you want to do. Because the Bible says, do not lean onto your own understanding. Onto your own understanding. I was in U.S. and a family hosted me. And then I was asking them whether they pay tithe to their local church. They said, oh, for our local church, I think they don't need they don't need help. Um, so what they do is there's a preacher who come on the telly and they give their time to support him. So I said, so when you are sick, whom do you call? So we call our pastor. When you are doing dedication, do you call the preacher on telly? He said, oh no. But we don't know him. We only correspond with him. 
So when you are sick, who will you call? They said, oh, um, we believe, uh, I mean, we are, I, I think when we give it to the preacher, preaching on telly, it's the same. I said, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. Because God directed. You see, sometimes we, we, we want to behave like we are wiser than God. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamanza whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsah's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence takes it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. it means we are following our own heart not what the word of God is saying this is the problem we have as believers anything come to our head and we are doing it amen and while I was talking to them the pastor came walked in the pastor walked in because the pastor Knew that I had come there and then he came to greet me and I would talk. And when the pastor was going, he even gave me something. I said, You see that preacher on the telly, he didn't bring me anything here. It's your pastor. Amen. So let us follow what the Bible says and it will help us. I know some people, they will share their tithe into three. I give one to charity, I give one in my church, and I give one. Who told you to do that? Where is it written? Where is it written that share your tithe into three parts? If you want to do charity, do charity. If you want to donate to hospital, it's not your time. Take money out of your own blessings, out of your own uh, uh, money, and go and donate. But if you take the time, you are being hypocrite. You are only dodging. It's semantic. You are trying to be faster. Are you with me? Hallelujah. 
And that's what we need to teach. It's by teachings you get understanding. The Bible says good understanding brings favor. When we have the right understanding, sometimes some preachers even don't understand tight. You are a preacher and, and you go somewhere and you see people, you are asking for their time. Meanwhile, they are not your members. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say, tie, bring the tide to where God has chosen. Where God has chosen is not what you will choose. Malachi 3.10 Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. God is saying that there may be meat in my house. So if you take it to hospital, you are starving the house of God. And the problem with other people is that they don't trust pastors. I always say if you don't trust the pastor, eat your own time. And be your own Melchizedek. And bless yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your responsibility is to honor your tithe. If the pastor is misusing the tithe, leave it. You think God can watch it on? Or God can look on for a pastor to abuse and misuse You know, we behave that we are stronger than God. God knows everything more than you. And that's why we should just trust him. Amen. Somebody came to see me from another church. He said, Bishop, I don't trust my pastor. Where he behaves, so I don't give my tithe there. If I can give my tithe to you. I said, oh, but you don't know me. Even if you're a pastor, you can't trust you. What about me? You know what I'm going to use it for? He said, oh, you, I, I know, you, you do the right thing. I said, that is wrong. Amen. You tied. And leave the responsibility to the pastor. It is between God and the pastor. And some also have this idea that they take all the tithe, it comes to the pastor's pocket. It's not true. The tithe is used to pay for salary of pastors, to maintain even projects. Buying lands. Use some of the time. Are you with me? So we must have understanding. For maintenance. Of the house of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So when we have understanding God oh really now Nehemiah 10:38 and the priest the son of Aaron shall be with the Levites when the Levites take tithes and the tithe shall bring up the tithe of the tithe unto the house of God to the chambers into the treasury hub. Even the pastors must also pay tithe. It is called tithe of tithe. God 
Do I pay a tithe? All the pastors, they pay tithe. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You must pay tithe. People say tithe is an Old Testament covenant. So it's cancelled. It has no place. God established several covenants. Say several covenants. With the children of Israel. Through Abraham. The first covenant. Was the covenant of the promised land. Leviticus. 26. 42. And it's known as. Covenant with Abraham. Isaac and Jacob. Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob. And also my covenant with Isaac. And also my covenant with Abraham. Will I remember? And I will remember the land. So how many? He had a covenant with Abraham. And he had a covenant with Isaac. And he had another one with Jacob. And so, when God is talking to Israel, he will say, my covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. Then we have what we call covenant of circumcision. The covenant of circumcision is when God told Abraham that all the male should circumcise. And Abraham was almost 99 years and he had to circumcise. It's a symbol. So during Hitler war, do you know how they were able to identify the Jews? When they, um, they arrest the Jews, they check whether you've circumcised and they know you are a Jew. That's covenant of circumcision was given to Abraham for specific reason. Everybody say covenant of circumcision. Covenant of circumcision. Amen. And then we have the covenant. The ten commandment also is known as a covenant. God's covenant with Israel. For the Ten Commandments. And so God asked them, they had what we call the Ark of the Covenant with the Ten Commandments inside. And then it became the Ark of Covenant. Everywhere they carry it so that they will see it. Say, hey, you have to do it all. The thing is here. That also became a covenant. Amen. And then we have the covenant of wealth, which we just read Deuteronomy 8 18 or 17 to 18. Covenant of wealth. How God prosper his people. And with that is what we have tied. So the tithe also come on that covenant. Covenant of wealth. Amen. Now, turn with me to Deuteronomy 18, 19. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name. I will require it of him. He was talking of um, God was talking about the prophet that he will bring to
to speak. And that prophet was Moses. And, and, and God spoke through Moses certain things. And it's all about a covenant. Amen. Amen. Now let's go to Psalm 89. The whole of Psalm 89 speaks about the commandment, the covenant of God. Verse 34. My covenant will I not break, nor utter the thing that gone out of my mouth. So the covenant cannot be annulled. Let's read it again. All of you look at it. It's in my covenant will I not break nor utter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Hallelujah. God is saying he will not change the covenant. And we are, some say, oh, the covenant was for Abraham and his descendants, the, the Jews. How can a tiny, very tiny nation like Israel become so powerful? It's because of covenant. Prosperity. It's because of covenant. When you go there, it's barely rocky grounds. How in agriculture they are one of the leading nations of the world. It's not God's covenant working. You go to America, all the millionaires in America, they are Jews. Check their backgrounds. So God's covenant, if it works for them, it will work for you. I say it will work for you. And we became the seed of Abraham by faith through Christ Jesus. So Abraham's blessings belong to us. It belongs to you. So the same covenant process God used to prosper him, we must also obey so you have to tithe. You may say, oh, I don't work. If people give you gift, tithe out of it. Say, I'm a student. Tithe. You see, tithe is something you must practice it. And the more you practice it, the more you see the benefits. I so much believe in tithe. Even before I became a pastor, because I saw it working for me. And God, tight is the only thing God said, prove me. Prove me. And see. Tight is the only thing God throws challenge to his people. Do you do it? The more you do it, God will Open doors for you. You will see his blessings. Lift up your hands. Power and might belongs to our God forever and ever. Power and mind belongs to our God forever and ever. Lift up your hands. If, if for some reasons you are not able to tithe, maybe you are out of job. God is able through grace for blushing. Lift up your hands. Somebody may ask, so when somebody gives me a gift, what shall I do? 
Look at the value of the gift and tithe. Look at the value of the gift and tithe out of it. Somebody buys you a car. Look at the value of the car and tithe out of it. Lift up your hands and pray with you that God will give you understanding. God will give you the grace. God will give you the honor. When I'm giving something for fuel, I tie it out of it. Whatever I receive, I tie it out of it. You don't say, oh, they gave you this for this. You need to tie it. Lift up your hands. Pray this prayer with me, Father. Let your grace abound for me that I may walk in this way. Give me the grace, the giving grace that I will truly tithe. I will truly give offerings reflecting my blessings. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Father, we pray for your people that your grace will abound. The giving grace that we will tithe out of what you've given us. May this covenant of tithe cover us in all things. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.